Washington State has passed laws that will give you long-term care coverage. Is it worth it? That story and much more coming up on Aging Options next. Aging Options, how can we help? I'm calling with a question about Medicaid. It's time to know your options and master your future. So I'm looking for some advice, things to consider about retirement community. My life, my plan, my way. He wanted us to roll his 401k in to an IRA, and we wondered if that was wise. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. He has significant assets, and I'm just wondering how those assets can be protected. Know your options. There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already know. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers only general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of the national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome to another edition of Aging Options on this Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. If you're listening in the audience, you hopefully will have a stellar day. It turns out that it's going to be a nice sunny day and what an appropriate way to kick off Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day. On today's uh, show, we are going to be talking about the Washington's uh, long-term care coverage law that has just been passed. A lot of people are asking uh, about details uh, on this on this law that is passed. We'll be talking about that. And for that, we also will have a very special guest on this show today, David Hooper of Kingsview Partners. He's a financial planner. He'll be shedding some light on long-term care insurance, and particularly in light of the law that has been passed. Another story that you will find if you go to agingoptions.com and go to the blog site, there are four stories posted, as always. We are going to be talking about these stories. The second story is, should the government help Americans age at home? Does the government really have a role? Uh, there are studies that have been taken uh, that gauge the, the consumer's temperature or appetite for the government getting involved. What do you think the answer is? Do you think that's a good thing to do or a bad thing to do? We'll talk about that. It's a good article for you to pay attention to and take a look at. And the third article we'll talk about is with portfolios and home values, with portfolio and home values going up, many people, many Americans are rushing to retire. Should you be retiring? How will you know that you are ready for retirement? Another topic we will talk to our guest expert, David Hooper, about today. Uh, he deals with these issues every day. And then lastly, we'll talk about a pretty interesting article. Do you want to live a decade or more uh, a decade uh, longer than, than possibly you could? Well, these are the habits you need to change to add 10 to 12 to 14 years to your life. And we'll be talking about these habits, what are these habits, and what do you need to know about these habits. Those are the stories that we are going to talk about. And as always, this show is not about the stories as much as it's about you. If you are aging and you have retirement on your mind, any aspect of retirement, whether it is to deal with 
healthcare issues? Should you buy Medicare? Should you enroll in Medicare? What is the right way to buy a supplement insurance plan? How do you approach healthcare issues? You're thinking about maybe downsizing and moving from your house. How do you approach that issue on the housing? Financial issues, when to retire, when to start Social Security. Should you convert your assets into uh, into Roth accounts? If you have retirement accounts, should you be... How do you decide whether a Roth account is better than a traditional account? And legal issues, should you have a will, trust, powers of attorney, any and all of those issues? What is Medicare? What is Medicaid? How does one qualify for VA benefits for long-term care uh, costs that Medicare is not going to cover? Any and all those things are good topics for you to call and get your question answered. The phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. All you have to do is to pick up the phone dial, and Tarek is there. He'll take the call, and we'll get you on the air as soon as you call in or as soon as we possibly can. So while we're waiting for you to call in, that's what your job is. Uh, Join the conversation rather than just be participating in it passively. Join the conversation. Uh, And while you do that, let's go to our stories. The first story that we have is Washington's long-term care coverage law. Here's what you need to know about the whole thing. This law effectively is going to go into effect. This law is going to go into effect in, in January 1 of 2022. So what is the law? Well, the governor signed into law that every Washingtonian should have access to some long-term care coverage in the state of Washington. So far, so good. Great headline, right? Everyone should have access to long-term care. Why should we have access to long-term care? Because your health insurance in retirement, typically your Medicare plans, do not cover long-term care issues. So what is long-term care? If you have Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, old age, frailty, all the types of things that we are more likely to deal with in retirement. And according to all sorts of government studies, we know that about 70% of Americans will need some form of long-term care at some point in their lives. About 70% of us are going to need it. The older you are, the higher the likelihood that you're going to need long-term care. And we need to go ahead and provide for this coverage because Medicare is not going to cover that. Medicare will cover, if you go to a hospital, yeah, those bills are covered. If you go see a doctor, that's covered. If you need to buy medication and you have prescription drug coverage, that is covered. So what is not covered? If you fall ill and somebody needs to come in to help you with your day-to-day living activities, someone to cook for you, clean for you, get you out of bed, get you into the shower, everything that is done by home care, home health, assisted living and nursing homes, none of that stuff is covered by your Medicare system. And according to the Genworth Long-Term Care Cost Study, and they publish this every year, they've been doing it for years, and we've been talking about it for years. According to this study, the average cost, you can count on the long-term care costs to be somewhere between $5,700, $5,750 a month, all the way up to eleven dollars to $12,000 a month for every single month that you're living. And then you take a look at, well, how long do people need this type of care? Well, it depends. I mean, it, it, it can be as little as a few days, or it can be as much as a few months. And for the average person, it's about 2.8 years is roughly the time that people are going to need the care. So we know this. This is the background. And so the governor says, look, in the state of Washington, indeed, in every state in America, we don't have any coverage. So we need to pass a law. Every person should have coverage. So, so far, so good. What is the problem with this one? What are the benefits? 
the the government is going to guarantee that you get up to a hundred dollars each day to spend on long-term care for up to 365 days what does that translate to the maximum benefit that you will have is thirty six thousand five hundred dollars under the new law so how does this bill and the law get paid well you know it. There's only one way to go ahead and pay for things like this when you don't have the money, and the state clearly does not have a lot of money to add to its existing coffers, so we have to generate new money by way of taxes. So there will be a payroll tax that will be levied, and starting January 1 of 2022, the payroll tax will be zero fifty-eight cents for each dollar of compensation. And compensation is not money that you get. It includes every form of compensation, whether you have stock options that you exercise, whether there are some rights you're given, whether it's deferred compensation, whether it is family leave, whether it is vacation time, anything that is considered to be compensation that an employer can deduct, claim as a deduction on, on, on its, on its uh, tax return. That dollar amount is going to be subject to a 0.58% tax, and that tax is going to go to a special fund, which is going to be the long-term care fund. So the challenge in this one is, now we, we all know that Social Security is also a deduction, right? It's a tax that we get, get uh, taken out from our, our paycheck. But there's a limit. There's a maximum limit on the Social Security tax. That means after you go over about $120,000 of compensation, you don't have to pay any more Social Security on amounts above that. Well, unlike Social Security, there is no cap. So if you make $10,000 a year, you have to pay 0.58%. If you make $100,000 a year, you have to pay 0.58%. If you make $10 million a year, you have to pay 0.58%. So you have to pay the tax no matter what. And it's a mandatory tax. It's a mandatory tax that is going to come into being as long as you have compensation. The employer is going to be mandated to, to pay the tax, so to, to collect the tax and to remit it to the government. So what this means is that the benefits are not all that high. The premium that you're going to end up paying is going to be, there's no limit to how much the premium you're going to pay, the more money you make. So I suppose progressive tax, many of us will say, well, that's okay if you're making more money, 0.58, you know, 58 cents uh, for every $100 that you that you are earning, you know, that's not bad, or $5.80 for every $1,000, or $580 for $100,000, that's not bad. Okay, so okay, we can live with that. The problem with this one is, so you have worked all your life in the state of Washington, then you move to Arizona to retire. Well, your benefits are no good in Arizona. The benefits are only good in the state of Washington, right? So you cannot transport this with you. Uh, if you start the plan and and uh, if you are a high income earner, you will pay a lot of money. You will pay just imagine that if you're making five hundred thousand dollars, you'll probably end up paying about close to thirty eight hundred, thirty nine fifty, something like that, thirty nine fifty a year in premiums and your benefits will be thirty six thousand five hundred. And the benefits don't go up or go down by the amount of premium that you pay. They are just fixed for everyone is going to get the same thing. And and so so that's the basic framework. So the good news is, if you're retired, this law doesn't impact you at all. If you're working, you have to be 
you have to have paid at least 10 years into the program before you're going to get any benefits. So if you have not paid into the program for at least 10 years, you won't get any benefits. And if you move out of the state of Washington, you don't get any benefits. So that's the framework within which all this is going. So the question that that I've got many of my clients calling in and asking is that, look, I mean, this new law is going on. Should we be buying a long-term care insurance policy? And that's a tough question, isn't it? Because on the one hand, you know that if you're working, you will have to pay a tax. But if you have a private long-term care insurance policy that gives you equal to or more than the benefit uh, that this, this law is going to give you, then you can opt out of the program, and there's a deadline for that. And that deadline is going to be this year, November 1 of 2021. If you can show that you have a long-term care insurance policy, then you don't. Then you can get a certificate from the state that exempts you from the tax, and you can give that, that certificate to your employer, and the employer does not have to take the money, does not have to withhold the money. Without that certificate, the employer is going to be mandated to take the money whether you like it or not, right? So you've got this out. Now, if you're self-employed, you can opt out. That's a choice. You have an option to opt in or opt out. The problem with the opt out is this. The opt out, once you opt out of the program, you can never get back into the program. Meaning either you're going to pay your lifelong or you're not going to to, to get the benefits. The premiums that start out at 0.58%, what do you think is going to happen to the premiums? What does the private industry show us? What happens to premiums in long-term care? They keep going up. They don't stop. There's no guarantee that your premiums are going to be stuck at 0.58%. They could go up, and if they go up, then your taxes go up. That's just the way that it's going to go. And unfortunately, as the cost of care goes up, and which does, inflation does, my suspicion is you're going to see more and more money taken out from your paycheck. So the question then becomes is, what do I do? Do I buy a long-term care policy or not? Well, if you're young enough, if you are young enough to be able to buy a long-term care insurance policy, uh, maybe it's worth looking into. Long-term care insurance is not inexpensive, is it? And if you go to the article, it, there, there's, there, there's some uh, cost analysis done, and this is what is the individual long-term care policy cost. Well, if you're male age uh, 40, It'll be about $950 per year for a better plan than what this is, $3,000 per month in benefit with a 3% compound inflation and $75,000 benefit amount. So it's, it's, it's a little bit better than what the state does. You'll pay $950 a year. So you have to be asking yourself, is it better for me to pay the taxes, grin and bear it, or is it better for me to add to the taxes and buy a private policy which will give me slightly better benefits. That's the question that you have to ask yourself. And unfortunately, there's no good right or wrong answer. If you are a very young person, then maybe you can look into into, into, into uh, buying a private policy. But if you're an older person, you may not have a choice to be able to buy the policy because the same policy at 55 will be about $1,900 a year. That's the background. If you have questions, call us, 1-800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. And when we come back, we'll continue with our feature about what year was it. We didn't get a chance. I think I ran out of time. I was so wrapped up into this discussion. But hopefully you'll call. We'll come back right after the break and answer your questions. Talk to you right after the break.
Seven out of 10 Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online class Thursday, May 13th at 6 p.m., Saturday, May 15th at 1 p.m., or safe, limited seating in-person class Tuesday, May 18th at 6 p.m. in Federal Way. Visit LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319 South Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Hi, I'm David Hooper. And I'm Corey Owen. Kingsby Wealth Management is excited to be partnering with Rajiv Nagayesh in Aging Options. When it comes to financial planning, our mindset is very similar to Rajiv's. We call it the three C's of Kingsview Wealth Management. The first C is for customized. Every client we work with has a customized financial plan. The second C is for consistent. We follow proven investment strategies, not short-term fads. We're driven by your long-term success, not by selling you on short-term transactions. The third C is for caring. We take your trust in us seriously. We are committed to doing what is best for you and your family. Customized, consistent, caring. That's Kingsview Wealth Management. To put our innovative approach to work for you, visit kingsview.com or call 206-531-0117. 206-531-0117. Kingsview Wealth Management. Customized, consistent, caring. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is the elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich talking to you on this Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day, everyone out there. I hope you have a glorious and a wonderful weekend with your family. Uh, we are talking all things aging up here, and the phone lines obviously are open, 800-465-8770. We've got Eva on the line. We'll get to you, Eva, in just one second. But I want to uh, uh, kind of tease this, what year was it, this little feature. I, I'm loving it. I hope you guys are liking it also. It just kind of is an interesting exercise to go back in the past and see what happened. See if you can guess what year was it when the first digital watches were introduced to the public. The average monthly rent 
in America was $165 a month. Imagine that, $165 per month rent. The Winter Olympics were held in Japan, and this turns out to be the most popular song of the year. Yep, you can hear it humming in your head, can't you? Was it 1972, 73, or 74? Take a guess, and we'll give you the answer towards the 11 o'clock hour. So hang in there. Hopefully you'll get the right answer. Uh, Back to the stories. We were talking about Washington long-term care, and we were talking about should the government help Americans age at home with portfolios and home values up? Many Americans are choosing to retire. Should you? Is that a good thing? How do you know that you're ready to retire? And do you want to add another 10 to 12 years to your life? These are the four or five habits that you need to pick up. If you do this, you can actually add years. These are all the stories on agingoptions.com. We'll try and get to as many of them as we can. But you can always go to agingoptions.com and talk about these stories. So with that, let's go to Eva. Eva, welcome to Aging Options. What's in your mind here? Yes, it was about do you always have to file your will with the courts when you die? Is there any, <laughs> or the other way around, do you always have to file your will? Well, the law requires you to file the will after a person dies and there is uh, there is a will out there, then the law says, yeah, that will should be filed. Why should it be filed? Because we don't want to keep it a secret. We want there to be transparency so everyone knows who is supposed to be getting what from the estate when a person dies. So it's a fraud prevention issue, and and after 40 days of a person's death, that will should be filed, yes. So it doesn't matter if you don't have much money or anything left? The law is the law, right? It it is blind to how much money you have or blind to anything. It just needs to be filed with the court. That's what the law says. Now, the reality, of course, Eva, is how many people actually file the will. That's a different issue. The the problem is not if you don't file the will. The problem will come into being for your heirs because let's say somebody has a copy of the will and they choose not to file it, right? And it doesn't need to be filed while you're alive, mind you. It's only after you're dead, your heirs or the executor has a legal responsibility to file it. So they didn't file it, right? There's not much money in there. They didn't file it. A year goes by, two years go by, and then somebody raises their head and they want to challenge that you're trying to defraud me by not filing. You, you didn't let me know that, that uh, Eva had died. And so now I'm going to bring a challenge to you. At that point in time, the person who's going to bring the challenge will be able to show the court that the executor failed to follow the law. And therefore, this executor should not be trusted. It creates a lot of unnecessary problems for the executor. So the best thing, obviously, is to go ahead and file it and... But, I, you know, many people do not file the wills. Uh, that is just oh, fact of life. okay. All yeah. right. I was wondering about that because some distant relative <laughs> wasn't doing it. So thank you very much for your answer. Of course, Eva. Thank you and happy Mother's Day, dear. I hope you have a good one. And that leaves the line open, 1-800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. You know, when we talk about retirement planning on our show, we, we, we come at it from the perspective of either what's in the news, those are the news stories we talk about, or the questions that are asked. So you get a smattering of information about how to properly plan for retirement, and the key thing that we focus on on this on this show which 
few people really want to acknowledge and talk about. Consumers know it. At the gut level, I think we all recognize that retirement is a daunting task and retirement planning is something we should do. But there are few people who really understand how to pull it together. There are few people who want to talk about that despite doing a lot of planning, 70% of people will not be able to live out their lives in their own home. 69% of Americans will start feeling they have become the burden they were hoping not to become on their loved ones. And almost 100% of us will lose some of our wealth to uncovered medical and long-term care expenses. Uh, we, we, we don't hear this. I mean, if you, if you listen to aging options, you know I keep rattling these numbers over and over again. But before I did my own research, I mean, these are numbers that were not easy to find or locate. But then this is established science. And the fact is, people have these bad outcomes not because they don't plan. It's because how they end up planning. So the point we try and end up making at aging options is, if you do planning just differently, you can have different results. You can have better outcomes in life. But what does that planning look like? And for that, we do consumer events, education. So we've got three events coming up. We've got on May 13th at 6 p.m. and May 19th at 6 p.m., we've got live online events that we'll be doing. And I break it down. You give me an hour and I'll break it down. What is estate planning? What is typically considered to be, you know, uh, retirement planning? And what are the gaps and the holes that that planning leaves behind? And what you need to do differently so you can better plan for retirement? I will absolutely stake my reputation on the fact that if you follow a better path, a different path to retirement planning, you can absolutely hope to live a dream retirement and actually live it and not have to worry about being thrown into a nursing home against your wishes, become a burden on your loved ones, or lose money to uncovered medical and long-term care expenses, or at least minimize the hemorrhaging of that money. But you have to do planning differently. How do you get to these events? Go to lifepointlaw.com. That's lifepointlaw.com and register for one of the events. Right on the main page, you've got that option. And what I'm really particularly happy and giddy about is that for the last two months, we have opened up to live seminars. Remember, pre-COVID, we used to do these events at least three to four times on a monthly basis. I used to go up and down I-5 corridor, and that was my mission in life is to educate people how to better plan for retirement, why things go wrong in America as often as they do even though we don't hear about it, at a, at a gut level, at the consumer's gut level, we know that retirement planning goes wrong. Why? Because we see our friends and family and, and neighbors plan for retirement, look forward to retirement, then they uh, fall ill and they end up in, in care facilities and uh, mayhem happens and families are not prepared, etc. And I just want to break it down, why it happens. And we have one live event coming up, which will be May 18th on our Federal Way campus. If you're fully vaccinated... And, and you are open to coming to a live event. You're just sick and tired of the COVID keeping you, beating you down. Go to one of the live events. It's socially distanced. We are taking all sorts of precautions. We encourage only people who are fully vaccinated. They should be coming out there. And, and I will show you. And I think coming live, you get a chance to talk to me. I get a chance to talk to you. If you have questions, we can get those answered more effectively. But if you do not want to come to the live event, we've got two on the 13th and the 15th at 6 p.m. also. Online, we'll be doing it. We've become really good at doing it. Most of the world has become good at dealing with online issues. And so if you want to come online, you can come online and visit. Go to lifepointlaw.com and register for one of these events. So with that, uh, let's see. 
uh, what do we have here? Okay, we have we have actually David Hooper, especially because he is actually on the on the line. So let's bring David on. Welcome to Aging Options, David. Glad that you're here. Rajiv, thank you so much for uh, inviting me on. Hey, you're you're welcome. I'm I'm actually excited you're here. So, just briefly, tell us a little bit about your background. Who is David Hooper? What do you do? Yeah, so uh, I know this has been a long time coming that we've worked together for quite a few years. Uh, but my name, David Hooper, uh, myself and my business partner, Corey Owen, are uh, financial advisors uh, with the registered investment advisor firm, Kingsview Wealth Management. Uh, and like, like I was saying, we've worked together for years. And our practice is really to do the holistic planning. And then we do all of the um, investment management for clients to make sure that they, you know, they reach their financial goals, and um, and we work with great partners like yourself with Aging Options. Uh, so it's just a great, it's a great fit. I'm glad that we're able to partner. Uh, being independent has been fantastic. Right. And you get a lot and of questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, and I'm glad that you're here because one of the questions, I mean, when you, when you think about the term retirement planning. Financial planning is a significant part of the whole thing. We know we need to do it. Many of us are blessed to go ahead and have good partners that we're working with. But I dare say, or I, I hate to, to, to say that many of us are wanting to find the right fit. Who do I really go to? Who do I really trust and, and work with? And that's why I'm so, so glad that you are here because you and I have a track record of working. You understand uh, the, the, the way that we work, the nomenclature, the, the typical sorts of things that most financial planners don't don't focus on uh, doing a financial dashboard, helping people uh, know when to retire, etc. All those types of things you're doing. So I'm glad you're here. So if you have a question about financial planning issues, whether it's investments, whether it is social security, whether it is when to retire, etc., this is the day to call. You can call one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. We'll have Dave. Uh, we'll go slip out for a quick break, but we'll have Dave for the uh, at least the next break. We'll have have him on. And if you have any questions, this is the time to be calling and talking to Dave. Dave, when we come back, I want to focus a little bit on the story that we have on our website that the portfolios, uh, the portfolio and the home values are both going up. It's just crazy during the pandemic. While uh, things are going uh, south for in in other directions, things are going wonderfully northeast when it comes to home values and and the value of people's portfolio. And many people are thinking about retiring now. What is the right time? Should they do it? And how should how does one really figure out whether they should retire or not? When we come back, I want you to go ahead and answer that question. Um, and Sounds while great. and before we go, while you're on the break, uh, I'll have you play along with this. See if you can guess what what year was it when America introduced uh, not America, but the first digital watch was introduced to the world. The average rent in America was $165 a month. The Winter Olympics were held in Olympics, and this was the most popular song of that year. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Yep, was it 1972, 73, or 74? David, you don't have to give the answer, but we're thinking about it. When we come back, I'll have you take a guess what year it was. We'll be back right after this break. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. 
is like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayich for an online class Thursday, May 13th at 6 p.m., Saturday, May 15th at 1 p.m., or safe, limited seating in-person class Tuesday, May 18th at 6 p.m. in Federal Way. Visit LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Hi, I'm David Hooper. And I'm Corey Owen. We're with Kingsview Wealth Management. If you're a regular listener of the Aging Options Radio Show, you know that traditional retirement planning sets you up to fail. That's why the Kingsview financial planning process is anything but traditional. So you can live out your life in your home, avoid becoming a burden on your family, and avoid running out of money. We do this by creating a customized financial plan that takes into consideration all your goals and concerns. You'll get a retirement blueprint, an investment approach, and a long-term healthcare strategy that empowers you to live your best retirement. We'll also work with the other professionals on your team to make sure there are no gaps in your retirement plan. Now is the time to call a financial advisor. Don't put it off. Customized, consistent, caring. That's Kingsview Wealth Management. Visit kingsview.com or call 206-531-0117. Kingsview Wealth Management, 206-531-0117. Call today. Now back to Aging Options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options on this wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day, everyone in the audience. I hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day. And today in the studios, I'm joined by a very special guest, David Hooper of Kingsview Partner. He's a new sponsor of the show, somebody that we've been working with over the years. And 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 clearly, you know, when, when people call up and say, well, do you have some people that I can go to? Uh, many of you have had the privilege to go talk to either Dave or Corey, and they have been... Uh, following the way that we do our planning a little bit differently, and they they follow right along in the life planning path. So wonderful people, certainly without hesitations, people that we would refer you to. If you have any questions for David on any financial issues, this is a great day to call. You can pick up the phone, dial 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And we have... Uh, Donna on the line, who's done just that. Donna, welcome to Aging Options. What's in your mind here? I have a question. Excuse me, a question yeah. about putting my house in a trust. What are the pros and what are the cons? So, what are you hoping to? What do you, in your own mind, what do you think a trust will do for you? If you put the house in the trust, what do you think it'll accomplish for you? Uh, I I know very little about it. I haven't done much research, but doesn't it avoid probate? Right. That's it. That's all that I wanted to know, whether you were aware of it. Look, when you talk about the trust, the type of trust you're talking about is most commonly referred to as the revocable living trust. And, and, And your question is, what are the pros, what are the cons about the revocable living trust? And here's how the trust works. The 
primary purpose of the trust is to make sure that when you pass away and the assets from your estate have to go to your children, they can be transferred without your children or your heirs having to go through the probate process. That's the single biggest reason people look to preparing a trust. Well, how does trust go about avoiding probate and what the heck is probate? Probate is a social system that recognizes that when Donna passes away and her assets are going to go to her heirs, whoever your beneficiaries are, shouldn't we be a little mindful of recognizing that maybe Donna died owing money to some third parties? Maybe she was in a hospital before she died and that hospital needs to be paid before the heirs get the money. Maybe there was somebody who did some work for for Donna, and and that person should be paid. They're legitimate creditors. And so a probate is a process that says when Donna dies, you file the will or the the documents with the court. You publish a notice in the newspaper, put everyone in the world on alert that Donna has died. If you have any claims against her, you've got four months to bring the claims. If you do not bring the claims in four months, then you will never be able to go after the heirs to get your money because your claim period is now ended. So it starts out being a good protection for the creditors, but in my opinion, it's an equally good protection for your heirs. So why is there this big brouhaha about, you know, you shouldn't go through probate, avoid probate? Two reasons. One, probate allegedly takes a lot of time. It takes somewhere between six to nine months if you have everything organized. The average probate takes about two years to go through. I mean, that, that just is the simple fact of the whole thing. And my God, who wants to go and put the beneficiaries through this two-year torturous process? The second thing is the cost. You'll pay somewhere between 3500 to $7,500. Somewhere there is a price range for going through probate. So the question is, oh, I don't want my heirs to have to pay that, so let's go do a trust. How does the trust avoid a probate? The trust basically says that probate only goes to those people who die with more than $100,000 in assets to their name without beneficiary designations. So if I have a house and I take it out of my name and create a trust and put it in the name of the trust, when I die, I can say I didn't own the house, therefore I don't have to go through probate, or I don't have assets more than $100,000 without a beneficiary designation, so I don't have to go through probate. So, yes, a trust is a very clever way of helping you protect yourself from probate, your estate from probate. What are the downsides to the whole thing? You're going to complicate your life. You start out with a trust. You go to an attorney. It's a little bit more expensive to create a trust than it is to create a will. And then the complication is you have to maintain the trust. You put the house in the trust. Now you sell the house and you move into a a condo. You have to remember the new condo you got, you got to put that in the trust. You change bank accounts. You were with Key Bank today, you want to be with Wells Fargo tomorrow, and you, you take the money from Key to Wells, but you forget all about the trust. And the most common problem that I see is people start out with a trust, they go to a lawyer, the lawyer will do everything right to go ahead and put all the assets in the trust, and then they don't want to go back to the lawyer. For some reason, they don't go to the lawyer, and they make all these changes. And you end up with assets outside of the trust, while you still have a trust, and if you have assets of worth more than $100,000 without a beneficiary designation outside of the trust, there will be a probate and there will be a trust administration. So the way that I uh, would guide you and guide my clients is this. Ask yourself, whose life do you want to keep, keep simple? If you want to keep your life simple, 
then do a will-based plan. It'll be a little bit less expensive, but it'll make your heirs go through through the probate process. But uh, but but then also answer uh, answer this question: Do you have any obligation to leave your heirs any money? And my thinking is no. Whatever they get from your estate is a windfall to them. If I can keep my life simple and my my heirs have to go through the probate process, so be it. They'll go ahead and do it. They're getting a windfall. But if you're of the opinion, no, 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 I want to make it as easy as I can for my children to go to not have to go through probate, and I don't mind taking on the complications of of maintaining a trust and paying a little bit more for the trust, then you should do a living trust. So there's no real right or wrong answer to any of these things. I think this is an issue that you sit down with a lawyer and kind of talk talk it through and see which way you want to go. Hope that answers your question, Donna. Okay, and then I have a real quick question. You mentioned your safe harbor trust. Yep. And what's the difference between that and a special needs trust? So the safe harbor trust is built on the chassis of a special needs trust. The special needs trust is a statutory trust, right? The the federal government and also the state government both have statutes that say you provide all this magic language in this trust and all of a sudden the, the assets that are in this trust are no longer going to be subject to Medicaid spend-down requirements, meaning the government or Medicaid system cannot consider them to be assets owned by you. That's, that's what the special needs trust is. So the way the Safe Harbor yeah. Trust came about is this. We had to help. When I was brand new out of law school, I helped somebody create a special needs trust, and we saved this lady about $80,000. She was living in a nursing home. And I felt like a hero, right? That's what we go to law school for. Yay, one win for the good guys, the, the elder law attorneys. A year after that, I went to the same nursing home to meet a different client. And on the way out, I said, well, let's go see if this lady is still there. And I went to, I found my way back to her room. And sure enough, she was in the same exact room, and her life had not changed one darn bit. Two people in the same room. She was still living the same life, but we had saved $80,000. What did we do? We just basically made her uh, a ward where you and I, everyone else is paying for her care. And I walked out of that place thinking to myself, no wonder people are so angry at elder law attorneys when all we do is protect the money, but we don't do anything to make sure that that money is used to improve this quality, this lady's quality of life. Why is she not in a private room right now? Why is she not hiring some, some of that money being used to maybe hire somebody who comes and gives her a bath more than once a week? Somebody who can sit down and take her out of the nursing home. So, you know, I was, uh, was deeply troubled by what, what I ended up doing, saving the money but giving no guidance or requirements to the, the trustees. So then we sat down and created a totally new infrastructure within the Special Needs Trust to go ahead and say, the point is not only to protect this money from the government, but it is also to mandate and to, to hold the feet of the trustee accountable to make sure that the trustee knows how to use the money to improve the person's quality of life for whom this trust is created. It's a very significant difference. It's just a, it, 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 you know, it, it may not sound like much. We all assume that, oh, yeah, they'll figure this out. Figure what out? So we take a lot of time to figure out, well, who is the beneficiary? What are their needs going to be? And what kinds of provisions do we need to put in that the trustee is not just going to sit on the money so that when this lady dies, the, the children get the inheritance? That is the wrong way for us to be doing special needs trust planning. And that's the problem with special needs trust, and that's the difference between that and the Safe Harbor Trust. Okay. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much. Hey, John. Happy Mother's Day, Donna. And that leaves Thank the line you. open, one 800 Thank you. 
And that leaves the line open, 1-800-465-8770. David, I want to go back to you. There's this article that we have on today's uh, uh, on, on, on the show that says, with portfolio values and home values going up, many people are ready to retire. How does one tell? I mean, what, what would you do to help somebody figure out whether they're ready or not ready to retire? Yeah, that's a very interesting article, and it's also obviously a big topic conversation we're having with a lot of our clients. Uh, yeah, it's also interesting. I had uh, participated in a webinar about a week ago that um, was also talking about the mindset of when we have these big events, if, you know, the, the pandemic or even, like, people approaching significant birthdays they do start they're more open to making these big decisions yeah. <laughs> or or saying yes if it's you know referring to the article on your um on your website in regards to uh saying hey life is short it's time to retire uh it it once again it goes what you were just saying with donna you know it starts with a conversation you sit down if it's with your trust strategy or your financial planning strategy you really do have to have an open line of communication with whomever you're working with and specifically now yeah you see these um uh housing prices going up you saw that your you know your investment accounts going up so a what you know can you sell and uh access that equity in your home and what does that look like if you're prepared to downsize i mean particularly i mean just talking aging options are you are you looking for that that home you can age in for the rest of your life? Like you know, start having conversations like that, and on the investment portfolios. Once again, it, as the uh, accounts have gone up, particularly you know the markets have done well, or you kind of hear it. We trust me, we we're dealing with this every day. <laughs> right, I bet but you it are. Is, yeah. yeah, as the accounts are appreciating, uh, it, it really it might sound maybe not counterintuitive but it is difficult and that's where a professional advisor can really step in and say hey we should get back to our long-term investment strategy because over probably the last six months year you know your the in the stock portion of your portfolio has probably done significantly better so you may or may not know this but you probably have much more risk of potentially having a large downside loss in that in your accounts mm-hmm. than you did a year ago. So it's real. That's one thing that we really pride ourselves in at Kingsview is having that we have constant communication. We make sure that the investment portfolio syncs up with your uh, your long term goals. So it is definitely. So when we come back, you know, oh, David, we're going to take a break here. But when we come back, I want to break it down step by step using something called a financial dashboard. That analogy. And we want to talk a little bit okay. about this, too. If I want to retire, how do I know that I have enough money to retire with? That, I mean, that the central question is, how do I know that I'm ready to retire? And what is the use of the financial dashboard? When we come back, let's explore that a little bit. And, 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 and we'll continue this conversation about the retirement planning because a lot of people are thinking about it, especially coming out of the COVID issue. So when we come back, we'll continue this conversation with David. If you have questions, give us a call, 800-465-8770, 800-465-8770. And before we go, I just want to remind you, we're playing What Year Was It? And, David, I'll give you a chance of guessing what year was it that the first digital watch, the digital watch was actually introduced to the world. Average monthly rent in America was 165 bucks. The Winter Olympics were held in Japan, and this was the most popular song of the year. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Well, was it 1972, 73, or 74? David, quick guess. 
My guess is 72. Okay, well, we'll come back and figure out whether that's the right answer or not. We'll be back right after the break. Seven out of ten Americans who plan for retirement outlive their money, become a burden on loved ones, and end up in a nursing home. That's a terrible track record. It's like getting on a plane that has a 70% chance of crashing. It's insanity. There is a better way. Learn how to create the kind of future you want at a groundbreaking retirement planning seminar hosted by LifePoint Law and presented by Elder Law attorney Rajiv Nagayach. You'll learn why traditional retirement planning advice fails so many seniors and what you should be doing instead. Join radio and TV host Rajiv Nagayach for an online class Thursday, May 13th at 6 p.m., Saturday, May 15th at 1 p.m., or safe, limited seating in-person class Tuesday, May 18th at 6 p.m. in Federal Way. Visit LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Controlling your future takes smart decisions today. 253-838-3454. LifePoint Law, located at 319 South Suite, A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Safe. Independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options on this Mother's Day edition of Aging Options. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. I truly hope you have a glorious weekend this weekend with your families and you get to make some wonderful memories. Uh, we are in the studios with David Hooper, a special guest. He's a new sponsor to the show, uh, Aging Options, somebody that I've known for many, many years. And over the years, I mean, if you've listened to Aging Options, the big thing that I talk about is that people, when they think about retirement planning, they really do equate retirement planning to money. If you have enough money, you're ready to retire. But when will you have enough money? When will you be able to retire? That's a different question. That's not easy as saying, if I just have a million dollars, I've got enough. It's something that you need to sit down with and work with a financial advisor, someone like a David Hooper, who is familiar with the concept of a retirement dashboard. So that's what I want to explore with you, David, a little bit. So, you know, it's easy for people to get wrapped around the thought of retirement. I mean, it's a dream. I've worked all my life. I'm tired. I, I really would like to go ahead and grab on to retirement and, and uh, ride off all the way to the sunset. What is a retirement dashboard that can help people? What is it that people can do to ensure that before they retire, they have checked all the issues they need to check and they're not retiring prematurely? 
Yeah, it's a great question. It's a big question. And I think, once again, that's one of the reasons I really enjoy working with aging options is you do, you broaden it out. I think if something you said to me years ago is like, hey, a good, no good professional wakes up hoping to make their client's life worse. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the reality is that we're not combining all of these other, you know, it's almost like a puzzle and we're not putting all the puzzle pizza, pieces down correctly. Uh, so in particular, if we want to drill down into, okay, how, you know, that fear of not running out of money in regards to the dashboard, it is really taking that big picture of, okay, who's, you know, do you have a pension? Do you have, you know, how is Social Security going to factor into your uh, overall plan? What are the assets that you've uh, deferred into your employer retirement plan, you know, your 401ks or your 403bs, and you really do need to work with, um, like I said, I'm biased, but with a registered investment advisor that is their fiduciary responsibility to look at that big picture and then um, making sure that then we're protecting that in regards to, you know, one thing that we talk about a lot is that longevity risk. I know you like to run plans out to 105 years of age. Right. I, I generally, my plans will have a significant um, an emergency fund. Mm. And then that leads to deeper conversations in regards to, okay, and I know at the beginning of your show, you're talking long-term care and long-term care insurance. How does that play a point or a play into your overall plan? Right. It's also interesting, or one of the big things is also just that emotional support, both, uh, you know, family, friends, your advisor. Your advisor has to come up next to you and be able to prepare you. That's a really risk, you know, as you're preparing for retirement, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, that can be really intimidating. And then on the general, uh, it's been proven five years prior to retirement, five years after, that's a really scary time where people right, are getting right. used to the idea, like you said, riding off into the sunset, but it's also, <laughs> hey, you need, to, you need to have a good sidekick, a good financial advisor that's going to be able to make sure you can sleep at night knowing that you've got an overall dashboard that's looking at all these different variables. So, um, yeah, so one of the imperative. one of the issues that in the dashboard that at least I counsel and coach. Now, mind you, I am not a financial advisor, David, and that's why I'm I'm happy to have people like you that I can refer to with with a high degree of confidence. That when they go to you, you will not they will not be sold a bill of goods, right? It's not just about investment planning, which, in my opinion, any mediocre financial planner can do a pretty darn decent job, particularly when the market is going up and up and up. Everyone can look like a hero being a financial advisor. What sets the financial advisor apart? is, again, the guidance that I give my clients is sit down, do a dashboard, start with the reality that quality of life in retirement is all about income. It's not about how much money you have in the bank. It's all about income. And you make sure that you have, you will always have enough income so that you can live your quality of life. So how does one go about uh, trying to even figure out how much income I'm going to need when I'm 95 years of age? Oh, that's a great – in regards – and there's a couple of different ways that we go. And it depends. You know, different sort of uh, conversations resonate with different clients. But oftentimes we can start with um, an estimate. Because oftentimes, like I know you've seen this, you know, you sit down with somebody mm -hmm. and you ask them questions like, hey, when do you want to retire? How much, you know, how much do you want to spend in retirement? And you get the shrug. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's why I'm yeah, here with exactly. you. Uh, so we'll start with – uh, an you can come at it from a couple of different ways, but one is an estimate. Generally, this is just ballpark. Everybody's different. But whatever your take-home pay is today while you're still working, if you spend approximately about 80% in retirement, so that's one mm -hmm. way we start, you know, 
unwrapping that question. The other is tell us more about what you want to do in retirement. And then um, don't start putting dollar, dollar amounts on it immediately. Instead, just tell us, let's have a conversation. What does that look like? Where, what do you want to do? And then we can back into that budget. And, you know, we, offer, we, have, serious, we have some serious conversations of like, hey, if that's what you want to accomplish, this is these are the trade-offs you, you know work longer but where will the income may, come may not from want to hear I mean, that. no 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 so, so let me let me slow this down i just want to break it down into just easy bite-sized chunks so when i take mm-hmm. a look at it and say okay i am i'm i'm working i've got a $8500 per month income that's my net income after mm-hmm. they take out taxes mm-hmm. retirement etc whatever they take out my net income is $8500 and by golly that $8500 is what i use to maintain my quality of life so I know somewhere in my mind, at least that's the way that I'll be telling my clients, start with the idea that you want $8,500 per month in income, but you got to adjust that for inflation, right? Because your income right, has yeah. to keep up with inflation and costs and stuff like that. So how difficult is it for you to use some inflationary formula to say, okay, if you need to start out with $8,500, this is what it'll look like at age 95. Oh, that, and that's a beautiful, that's a great question because uh, it's nice because with technology nowadays, we have um, tools and we have platforms where it factors in that inflation, generally about two and a half, three percent, and we can adjust that. But yeah, so it, once again, it's people can have conversations like you were just saying. If I want, you know, or I'm expecting eighty five hundred dollars a month, um, let's solve for that between. Your income you have coming in, once again, from Social Security, from right. your investment accounts. Um, yeah, so we can really build that out. And it's also funny, just during the break, we were just talking inflation. I mean, it's crazy <laughs> that whatever year it was, uh, uh, average rent was $165 in the 70s. And now, <laughs> you know, depending where you're living, it's 10 times that. Yeah, so, yeah, crazy. that's another reason we're always thinking about, okay, how do we make sure that you're happy today? Or you're living the life you want today, tomorrow, and into the future. Right. Um, so how do people get a hold of you, David, if they need to, if they would like to consult with you and, and, and do a retirement dashboard, not just be sold investments, but actually have a conversation about should I, when should I start Social Security? When should I think about buying a long-term care policy? Should I have money in an IRA, Roth IRA? If they, wanted, if they like that idea, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, best way is either to give me a call. Uh, phone number is 206-531-0117. Let's repeat that again. It's 206-531-0117. Correct. Go ahead. ahead. That goes directly to me, or you could um, send me an email at dhooper, so D-H-O-O-P-E-R, at kingsview.com. Got it. So, you know, and, and this is, again, many of you call and say, well, who do, who do you send us go to or who should I go to? I don't know who to trust. Well, this is a name that you can trust. It is, that's the recommendation that I would have without any reservations uh, with, with David Hooper. He's with Kingsview Partners, a new sponsor to the radio show, somebody that I've known for many, many years. And, David, thank you for taking time on a Saturday to come down and talk to us. I hope you'll do it again, and I know you'll do it again because we'll be calling on you to do it again. So thank Real you. Real quick, before you let me go, I do want to wish uh, Happy Mother's Day to my mom, stepmom, sister, and wife. <laughs> That's, hey, Happy Mother's Day. I'm glad you got that in. <laughs> thank you so much. And, and have a great Mother's Day weekend, David. We'll talk soon again, I'm sure. And to the rest of you, I just want to go ahead and say as we draw down, what year was it? 
digital watch was first introduced. Rent was 165. Winter Olympics were held in Japan. And this was the song of the year. Was it 1972, 73, or 74? If you guessed 1972, yay, you got the right answer. It was 1972 that all this stuff happened. Thank you so much for inviting us and letting us into your lives on this Saturday. Hopefully, you'll join us on one of the upcoming seminars. Go to lifepointlaw.com and register for an unprecedented groundbreaking education that will put you in the right direction. Age on, everyone. Happy Mother's Day.